Limerick Today now on 46 1995. We're going to go now from Orla Foley over to somebody who would have known and played with her brother, Paul O'Connell. Good morning to you, Paul. How are you? Good morning. Isn't Rosie in, in, I said Rosie there because I'm thinking of Rosie and her swimming <laughs> and then you're thinking of Orla and her cycling and then Anthony and his rugby. I mean, really, that family is is amazing. Yeah, they're 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 incredible, incredible sports people. It's it's amazing. Um, we always uh, slag Rosie's son that that he has five women's caps for Ireland because I, I think uh, Rosie was pregnant playing for Ireland in the Six Nations at one stage, which is just incredible how, how tough they are. Unbelievable, unbelievable. But Paul, you're on to talk to us about something else that's exciting as well, and we are also joined by Barry Hannan, uh, who is the CEO of the the Rugby Experience. Um, you're both very welcome to the programme this morning. Good morning, Barry. Morning. Um, I suppose, Barry, you, you might tell us, first of all, about the Rugby Experience, where it's at. Obviously, all big projects have been hampered a small bit by the pandemic, um, but this is progressing at speed. Yeah, and look, I guess the last 18 months have been tough on everyone. Um, I guess where we're at today is we're launching social media and we're launching a, a refreshed website because we're ready to talk about the project now at this stage. And I think, look at the positive story for tourism, I think there, there has been a tough 18 months for everyone. Um, Building-wise, I suppose we've we've had a couple of site shutdowns. The, the progress um, in the last couple of months has kind of reduced capacity on site, just dealing with various different pandemic-related issues. But I think the, the project's coming on strong now since the site reopened last May. The building is definitely out of the ground. I think people would have seen four floors out of the ground pre-Christmas. But I guess we're here to tell the story on social media from this day forward as to what's coming. And look, it is an eight-story building. We have four more floors to go on the top of it, and there's a lot of exciting stuff happening, happening behind the walls too. So, look, we're looking forward to telling that story. We're looking forward to having a voice now and, and talking into the future. Paul, obviously your own name is very connected to this as the chair, but you, you've some really big international rugby names connected to it as well. Yeah, we've spoken to a whole host of rugby players throughout the world to, to basically picked up the phone to them and said explain to them what the project was, explain to them that it was a not-for-profit, explain to them that it was based in Limerick City, uh, close to Tumman Park, who they all would have heard of and known about and played in or watched games being played there. And we've had a resounding take-up from players all over the world, from Richie McCaw to, you know, Michael Liner, Sean Fitzpatrick, Nigel Owens, all these different characters. But, you know, Willie John McBride, John Neville, Maggie Alfonsi, Dan Carter, all these different people will be featured um, in the international rugby experience. And there's kind of two stories going throughout the building. The, the, the building is b- uh, designed by Neil McLaughlin Architects, who's a, a Dublin guy based in London. And, and the inside of the the, the, the the experience is actually curated by Event Communications. But there's two stories going throughout the building. One is kind of the grassroots of the game to, I suppose, legendary status and everything in between from the training, the administration, the backroom teams, the the, the determination required to get to the top of the game, all the different stories uh, around that. And then there's a, another piece where the, the, the stories of the, f- the five values of world rugby um, uh, discipline, integrity, solidarity, 
respect, I'm going to have to leave him one of them out now. Uh, <laughs> Don't ask me, Paul, I wouldn't know. The, the, the stories of, of, mm. of the values of World Rugby are, mm. are, are told, told throughout the building as well. And it's, you know, it, it's really important that people understand it's not a museum, it's an experience. Um, it's it's a, a digital interactive experience that I think, you know, any sports fan will love, you know, rugby fans in particular will love it, but any sports fan will love it. But I think anyone will love it because the tech in the building will be incredible as well and uh um you know hopefully for us it will it will promote the game of rugby but the big thing is from the JP McManus charitable entities I suppose it's about getting a, a, a real top class project in the city centre, a top class tourist attraction mm-hmm. in the city centre that brings eyes to the city and, and brings footfall to the city centre as well. Barry I I'm very confident that there won't be a person left in Limerick who won't have visited this within six months of it opening. But it will be about attracting people from f- far and away as well, won't it? Yeah, it will. And I suppose look, we're conscious that yeah, even the international audience, um, they'll fly into Dublin, they'll visit Galway, they'll come down to Killarney. And look, for us, it's about giving them an extra reason to stop in Limerick along that journey. So, look, we were looking for a gap in the market. And, look, Limerick does museums well. It does outdoor activities well on the river or golf courses and all of that in the, the surrounding areas. It has an 800-year-old castle, but I suppose the piece that we felt was missing was a kind of truly interactive digital um, experience. And, look, we were looking at um, the Guinness Storehouse. We've looked elsewhere. Like The Titanic experience has changed. Uh, the city of Belfast, I mean, if you ask people five years ago about the city of Belfast, what there is to see and do, I think a lot would have spoke about murals and the troubles. And I think people do talk positively about the, the Titanic experience. And look, we've brought on board the same company that designed that Titanic experience, Event Communications, to give Limerick something that's going to attract a, an audience in the long term. So whether that be uh, the local audience and the national audience, that people, we're giving people an extra reason to, to put Limerick on the list of places to visit, but actually that international audience as well. Look, we know they're not going to fly into to Ireland to, to come see the rugby experience, but again... We're looking to give people an extra reason to stop over in Limerick for a night or two nights stay, you know. Have you worked out what ticket costs will be? No, look, the way I've been talking about it actually is when I was a teenager coming to the city centre, like what used to bring me in was going to the Savoy, going to the cinema. And look, we kind of talk about it as a cinema type experience. So we're talking about, look, it's the price of a cinema ticket, it's the length of a a good film. So come uh, spend two hours in the city centre. And look, you're off into the city centre beyond that going for coffee, going stopping in the, the retail outlets. So that's the way we look at it. I think price-wise, we're looking at something in around a sort of price bracket as well, you know. Okay, well, we've only uh, very little time left, Paul, but you you might just tell us what you thought of uh, the Lions match at the weekend. Are they favourites now for the series? Oh, for sure, they're the favourites for the series now. Um, uh, listen, the game was never going to be a great spectacle to watch. That's the way South Africa play. They 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 try and put you under pressure. They give you back the ball. They try and put you under pressure and make you make mistakes. And I think the Lions reversed that in the second half. They they put the South Africa under pressure, forced them to make mistakes. Some of their substitutions worked really well. Um, and it's great to be 1-0 up in the series. It gives you a great opportunity. I think a lot of the things that South Africa struggled with, they'll probably fix pretty quickly um, this week. And, uh, you know, it's going to be really tough for the Lions to go to go 2-0. Um, I'd say it'll be a pretty attritional game next week. So we'll see what happens. I think it, le- it leads now to an exciting test series. 
Okay, well, thanks very much for joining us on the programme this morning. That's Barry Hannan, CEO, and Paul O'Connell, Chair of the Rugby Experience. Go to internationalrugbyexperience.com to find out more. Call Limerick today now on 461995.